0: This month, uh, the experience, uh, ex- and we've been talking about experiencing heaven on earth. I want to just, you know, tailor my message, my Christmas message, uh, towards that same theme. So something momentous happened. Um, happened over two thousand years ago that we're celebrating on December twenty fifth. Jesus Christ was born and. He was born to change history. He was born to bring heaven to earth. Uh we can see that in the announcement that the uh that the angels made when you know the angels met um when the when the angels appeared to the shepherd in Luke chapter 2 verse 14. Let let me just start by reading that. In Luke chapter 2 verse 14 it says at once the angels were joined or was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. Peace to all men and women on earth. Peace on earth. We hear that thing. Peace on earth. So, there was something that God was doing uh, there. What Christmas really, really uh, signifies is God's incursion, God's incarnation into the earth realm to bring about his kingdom, to reintroduce his kingdom to the world. So everything we're talking about, the kingdom of God, haven't being manifested, the only reason why it's possible for us right now in our individual lives is because of this event that took place Over 2,000 years ago, when Jesus Christ came in and brought heaven to earth. Now, as I was looking at Luke chapter 2 again, just with a fresh eye, and seeing it from the perspective of that momentous thing of bringing Jesus Christ uh, to the earth so that the kingdom of God can once again be reintroduced to the earth and continue to expand, which is what we all enjoy when we have given our lives to Christ, I realized that for that event to take place, there were certain individuals that were used by God and they were involved. There were certain events, there were certain things that took place that made it possible, that facilitated it. And as I was doing that, the, the thing just began to dawn on me that, wow, this is a message on how to cooperate, uh, cooperate with God to bring heaven to earth. So that's why I want to share with you a very, very short message, um, cooperating with heaven's agenda you know, in line with our message of heaven on earth, how to cooperate with heaven's agenda so that you can bring heaven into your own world just to continue what Jesus Christ brought when he was born over 2,000 years ago. So I'm going to go very fast um, on this, uh, but we are going to get it. We're just going to trace the story of Luke chapter 2 and then I'll just bring some points out of it. So the first thing, how to cooperate with heaven's agenda, I call it realign or realigning. Everybody say realigning. So let's read the book of Luke chapter one, chapter 2 from verse 1 to 7. I want you to, to watch it. Luke chapter 1, uh, lecture 2 from 1 to 7. It said, about that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. This was the first census when Quirinus was governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem of Judah, David's town for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. Everybody say he had to go. He had to go. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, a firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room at the hostel. Now, when I say realignment, everybody, you note, before this event took place, there was a prophecy many hundreds of years before that Jesus Christ was going to be born in that place, that Bethlehem, Bethlehem of Judea, that that's how it was, that's where he was going to be born. Now, hundreds of years later, you have this couple, and you know the rest, you can feel in the rest of the story from all the things that, the narrations that we have had so far, and from what you have, you know, what you probably have learned, you know, before, that this couple just suddenly had to do something. They had to do something because of a government decree. They had to do something because of a government decree. In other words, Caesar Augustus says, we're going to count everybody, and for you to be counted, you have to return to your hometown. So this couple went, not because God was leading them directly to go to their hometown. They went not because, you know, an angel appeared to them and said, you know, there was a prophecy that Jesus was going to be born in Bethlehem of Judea, so now, to fulfill that prophecy, you need to move. No, it was natural events, governmental moves that caused them to move. And I just saw that. So, when I say realignment, listen, when the kingdom of God wants to show up, many times, Many things will be happening around you that moves you to do certain things. So, for example, right now, this year, there have been a lot of realignment that took place. Churches are to realign. Christmas of light is different and I think it's actually better. Isn't it better? Now, we can incorporate people from everywhere and all. Why didn't you think of that? Why did we not think of that in the past? How come churches never thought of all these things that we're doing now in the past? We're having meetings with people internationally and, and, you know, it's like the walls are breaking down. It's like, you know, anybody from anywhere can now do so. Why didn't we think of that anytime? any Yep. There was a realignment that took place in the spirit. And that realignment allowed certain things to happen in the physical. And now it is precipitating all these things that we're seeing. So the message to you right now is for you to be sensitive to the moves that are taking place, not just in your life, but that is is taking place around you. Sometimes what you are constrained to do, what you are moved to do, what seems like circumstantial stuff, right? You just meet somebody. You just, you know, you, you just get into a relationship or something is happening around you. It begins to move you in a particular direction, a particular direction. Sometimes the best thing you can do to cooperate with the kingdom of God is just let go everybody say let go it doesn't mean you're not going to face challenges on the way because they said that when mary got there when they got to that place and they were going to deliver because a lot of people had moved from out of town and all that to do the census all the hotels were booked all the hotels and they didn't live there but you know mary and joseph did not live there they had to travel there all the hotels were booked so they didn't have a place to even deliver so they had to use a manger to deliver. But did you know that also there was a prophecy that Jesus was going to be born in such a place? So even the constraint, the restrictions... The seemingly difficult situation, the lockdowns, amen. The, 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 the hymns were locked down. Everybody not, they couldn't find a place in there. The restriction, the lockdowns and all those things. All those things, if you yield and cooperate, if you just walk with God, you will discover that they lead you into the manifestation of what God is already planning. So don't let restrictions stop you. Don't let the fact that there's no room stop you. And don't let the fact that governments are making law and you have to do certain things to stop you. When you commit your life to God, just flow with the flow. Go with the flow. Everybody say go with the flow. Did everybody get that? Number two. The next thing. I'm talking about how to cooperate with the kingdom of God. With, it, with heaven. To cooperate with heaven for a manifestation. The first thing you got to do is to realign. Be sensitive. Flow. flow. Don't be rigid. It has to be this way. It has to be that way. Oh, there's no him. There's no room in this place. Okay, Joseph, we have to go back, you know, because I need to be born in a hotel. I want to get a hotel. I need to give my bath. You know, flow with the flow. I say, go with the flow. All right. The next thing, receiving. 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 So, uh, Luke chapter 2, from verse 8 to 13, we we'll are just continuing our study. Luke 8 to 13. It said, There were shepherds." camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angels stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified, for the angels said, don't be afraid. But the angel said, don't be afraid. I am, na- I mean, sorry, I am, I am here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A savior had just been born in David's town. A savior who is Messiah, the master. This is what you are to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. Now, listen, this was, so there was a realignment and something took place. Now, the receiving process is taking place. Usually, when, it, when the kingdom of God is about to manifest in your life, or heaven is going to manifest in any area, it always comes by a revelation. Everybody say A revelation you know, a revelation. What's a revelation? A revelation is an opening in your spirit. Either God opening your eyes, physical eyes, or opening your spiritual eyes to see something you have never seen before. God just shows you something that you have never seen before. The kingdom of God always comes with what? A revelation. Receiving in the kingdom of God is receiving it first, you know, as a revelation from God. As something that God opens you up to. So to cooperate with heaven, apart from you know being sensitive to realign, we also have to be very open to revelations. You have to be open to new things that God, things that God will show you from scriptures. You have to be open to things that God will show you as you are observing, as you are watching. Especially when you are in an atmosphere like this, things will be dropping inside your heart about twenty twenty one. Things will be dropping inside your heart about your family. This will be, they, usually they seem, you know, sometimes they they just happen. Normally, sometimes they seem out of place. There are different ways that God does it. But God has a way of communicating His will to every one of us. And when we are in an atmosphere like this, I believe that since you've been watching this thing, there have been some thoughts going through your mind. Those of you watching online, some thoughts going through your mind. Some visions being communicated to you. Some things being communicated to you. Like, yeah, I like that. I want to do this. I want to do that. Pay attention to those things and note them. The process, the process of receiving revelations. Revelation is the beginning of the process of receiving. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you guys following me? Number three, cooperating with the kingdom of God. Rejoicing. Everybody say rejoicing. There's just something about when heaven breaks loose or when heaven comes into your heart, when a revelation comes into your heart, it's always attested by joy. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. I tell people, how do you know when God is speaking to you? How do you know when a revelation is from God? Check your joy level. Check your joy level. You know, if you receive something from God and you you, you don't know how it's going to happen, it seems so impossible but inside of you, there's a bubbling. There's just this bubbling. You know, you look at all the circumstances, you look at all the I mean like this thing doesn't look the things don't look as if they've changed things don't look the way I think they should look some, things don't, some dots don't fit but inside of you every time you are immersed in that thing, anytime time you think about that thing, there's this joy, there's this excitement. It could be a decision of, you know, a job, the decision of who to marry, a decision of ministry, a decision of whatever it is in any aspect of your life. It's always attested. There's that joy. I'm not talking about just happiness. Happiness, happiness is temporary. Happiness is surface. Happiness is based on what is happening. But joy is deep inside of you. There's a rejoicing that just bursts forth hard from you. You just know that things are going to be fine. You just know that this 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 thing seems real. This 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 looks like the thing. That's how you know when the kingdom of God is showing forth. In Luke chapter two verse fourteen, it said, "At once the angels, the angel, angel, sorry, was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises, glory to God in the heavenly heights, peace to all men and women." on earth who please him there was an outburst of joy in the place an outburst of joy angels singing songs coming joy coming down from heaven the kingdom of god brings joy into our lives amen the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy Ghost. so check it check it and then cooperate with the joy let me tell your neighbor cooperate with the joy you know, as we're moving into the, the, the second half of this, you know, of this uh, Christmas of life, I want you to release yourself, wherever you're watching from, to joy, rejoice, sing, dance, do whatever. As you cooperate with joy, as you release yourself. The angels are singing, you join them in singing. Amen. The heavenly choir is singing, you join the heavenly choir. Start rejoicing, start singing. Heaven is coming down into your world. It's coming into your life. Amen. The next one is reflecting. Reflecting reflecting. It's very important for us to take time to reflect, especially as we're coming to the end of this year, as we're coming to the end of another year, it's, you know, reflecting on the kingdom of God is one of those, it's one of those ways that you cooperate. Reflecting on the word, reflecting on what is going on, what you are seeing is one of those ways you cooperate with heaven to manifest. Look at it in Luke chapter 2 from verse 19 to 20. They say, Mary kept all these things to ourselves to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. The shepherders returned and they let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything that they heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they had been told. So Mary kept it within herself. She was reflecting. She was thinking, take some time to reflect on the very meaning of the season that we're in. Take some time to reflect on the experience. Take some time. You know, keep some things to yourself and mull it and mull it. That's part of how you cooperate with the kingdom of God. Mull it within yourself. Reflect on it. Let it go deeper inside of you. Let it become, you know, deeper and deeper inside of you. That's part of the steps for receiving. Number five, responding. 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 So when you receive a revelation from heaven, alignment is taking place and, you know, you are reflecting. There's always a response that is called. There's always some action that we must take for the kingdom of God to manifest on the earth. There's always some steps that you need to take. And we can learn from this shepherd. In Luke chapter 2 from verse 15 to 17, they said, As the angel choir withdrew into heaven. How many of you have experienced it before? You, ex- you experience like this thing when you are praying. Please play something for me. You know, you experience this euphoria. When you are praying or studying the Bible in your room, right? And then suddenly it's like the angels just withdrew. When you're outside at work, the the choir is no longer singing. The thing you feel at church, you're not feeling it anymore, right? It's like, like the choir withdrew. Say, no, we have released the revelation to you. We have done all that to you. So now it's time for you. Now, don't get discouraged when the euphoria of church, of prayer, all those things disappear respond. Look at it. Let's look at the response. You know, there are three responses I want to talk about quickly and I'm going to end today. The first, you say, let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. In other words, they said we're, we're going to go beyond the realm of just revelation. We're going to go for the experience. Did you get that? In other words, we have seen it, that this is going to happen. It's like a sign. So, we're going to go and with our own eyes, right? We're going to see these things. Now, there are many things that will be coming to you. Encounters, we have revelations from the word and all that. You have to make that decision. Part of your response is to make that decision that I am going to experience this thing. Whenever you see something in the word, whenever you see something that God steps up in your heart, make up your mind that this is going to be an experience in my life. Look at it. They say, "Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can. Don't delay. Get into it as fast as you can. See for yourself. See for yourself. Let me tell for yourself. See for yourself what God has revealed to us. What God has revealed.'" They left running. They ran. And they found Mary and Joseph. And the baby lying in the What happened to their sheep? They were like, you know what? This is something new. You know, they left the ship somewhere, kept the ship, but they ran for it. Listen, listen, you you have to run into the kingdom. The kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence won't take it by force. Amen. You got to push into this thing. You got to decide that this is going to be my experience. This is going to be my own experience. You run for it. No matter what you have been keeping before, there's something ahead of you. There's something that God is showing you. Run into the revelations that God is giving to you. The next response is reporting. Reporting reporting so you go it you go into it and experience it and the next thing is you start you report part of cooperating with the kingdom of God is you tell what God is doing you tell what God is doing in 2020 so many things have happened with you know God said it's going to be the year of the God show It has been a year of the God Show. And right now, as we're moving to the 31st, we're gathering reports. We're gathering reports. Because that's part of how we're going to unleash more of the kingdom of God. We're asking people to record one minute video of what God did in 2020 for you. What realignment took place in your life? What change took place in your life? That is still open. So, you know, I want to call everybody to do that. Look at what the shepherd is. In Luke chapter 2 verse 18, they said they told everyone they met What the angels have said about this child. And all who heard the shepherds were impressed. Even when they took Jesus Christ to the temple, there was a prophetess called Hannah there. She also joined in reporting. Among the prophetess, I know Hannah the prophetess was also there. A daughter of Anuel from the tribe of Hasha. She was by now a very old woman. She had been married seven years and a widow for 84 she met, she never left the temple area, worshiping right and night and day with her fastings and prayer. At the very time Simeon was praying, she showed up, broke into an anthem of praise to God, and talked about the child to all who were waiting expectantly for the freeing of Jerusalem. She began to talk about the child, she began to tell it, she began to tell it. Listen, there's a telling. You got to go tell it on the mountain. Hallelujah. That Jesus Christ is born. You got to tell about the kingdom. You got to put it on social media. You got to tell what God is showing you. What God is revealing in your life. What God is doing in your life. You can't keep it to yourself. It's too much for you to keep it to yourself. Part of your response to the kingdom of God. Is for you to spread the message. Spread the message of the experience. And my final point is reciprocating. Cooperating with the kingdom of God. Reciprocating. Everybody say reciprocating. In Matthew 2 verse 11, they said, the wise men came to Jesus. They came to where the child was. He said, and they entered into the house and saw the child in the hands of Mary, his mother, overcome. They kneeled and worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage and they presented gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These people were touched by the kingdom Manifested, and they say, you know, it moved their heart. Like I've been teaching, the kingdom of God touching you will move you into realm of generosity. It will push you into into heavenly generosity. So I want to encourage everyone in this place. Part of how you cooperate with the kingdom of God is to cooperate with heavenly generosity. Don't let this Christmas go without sending a gift to somebody, without without appreciating somebody. In fact, make it a part of your life to appreciate, to give, to celebrate, to you know, to just do that. Be part of that. Reciprocate and see the kingdom beginning to spread. Hallelujah! How many of you received something from what I just shared right now? Come on, let's rise up on our feet. What's number one? I want us to just repeat it, and I'm going to be going right now. What's number one? Real. Everybody say realignment. Go with the flow, amen, with what God is doing. What's the second one? Receiving. Come on, shout it with me. Say, receiving. Receive it. What's the next one? Rejoicing. What's the third one? Reflecting. What's the fourth one? Responding. What's the, whatever I want? Reporting, sixth one. What is the last one? Reciprocating. Come on, say after me. Say, in the name of Jesus. Hi. have going to cooperate with the kingdom of God in my life. I know God is doing something. Heaven is breaking forth and this is going to be my experience. I choose today to respond, to realign, to receive, to reciprocate, to rejoice and to report in Jesus name. God bless you. Thanks for listening to The Glow Podcast. We trust you were blessed and inspired. For more contents from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Lynn on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Keep glowing. See you next time.